The Pro Act Know How. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this uh, vlog, uh, this workshop on how to um, complete a Cyprus tax return. The tax return is brand new and um, radically different from uh, previous tax returns. That, um, that we've had. I have got help. I have got assistance. I hope you can hear me. Um, but we've still got some people joining, so welcome as you join up. And uh, Anya and the team should be allowing people in as well. In 2016, uh, international law changed on tax uh, with exchange of information. And, and this allows uh, countries or requires uh, countries under double taxation treaties to share information with each other. And uh, this automatic exchange of information uh, allows tax returns to uh, be reconciled and expats income from one country to be shared into another. And uh, Cyprus is, is sort of started to catch up here. So though online tax returns have been available uh, since 2011, uh, they're now compulsory and they've gone to a next level with uh, two complications this year. One is uh, COVID and the delays that that's caused and the second is um, the new health tax that was introduced last year. Um, that uh, you will love uh, as we go through it. Um, th this is not, unfortunately, a big on visuals. Uh, there's not a lot of um, uh, visual aids I've got here. I can't show you um, a, a particular detailed return because it's all online and I can't show you confidential information for other people. So I'm making a reference system. And if you've got some questions, um, If you've got any questions, put, just put them in the chat room at the bottom, bottom of the thing. Can I just confirm that everybody can hear me? I've got a couple of people saying that they can't hear me. Um, I can hear you, no problem. I just need somebody to give me a yes to say that the sound is on. Yes, yeah, the, sound, the sound is on, yep. Yep. Anna, could you just confirm, type in and confirm that you, you can hear me now, please? Yes, I can hear you too. Right, um, can anybody hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Thank you. Um, right, so, um, <clears throat> there is an um, exchange of information came in in 2016. Um, that, that, um, 
to allow countries to exchange information between each other. And that means that expats earning money in one country will have the information shared with another. So a bank in Russia will make that information shared with a Cyprus tax person. Or a pension payer in the UK will collect that information and share it with the Cyprus tax authorities for distance uh, address. Um, we've got people joining us. For purposes of this exercise, we haven't got a, a detail, it's not highly visual. What we're trying to do is give you access to um, acts and the issue that needs to be done. Uh, this tax return brought up with two, two situations. One is COVID, which has delayed the rollout of the return. So originally due by the 31st of July, now been extended to the 30th of October, but that's still only, only uh, um, a month ahead. And uh, by that time, if you've got any tax that's outstanding to be paid, that needs to be paid by the 30th of October already. Uh, there are certain taxes in Cyprus which are for uh, defence taxes and health taxes, which you can pay during the allotted times on uh, JCC or through the bank. But if you don't, and those windows of opportunity um, uh, to pay aren't done, you have to create the tax liability. The only way to do that is to complete a tax return. And that doesn't mean, so that means even if you income below 19,500, but tax to pay, you have to complete the return to, to, to pay that tax. You get a tax code by completing the return, which you then submit to a bank payment or, or GCC. Um, if you've got tax that you want to claim because you've got very small income, you still have to do a tax return. Um, and the first thing that questions come up from Mary Lynn is, is knowing what your tax ID is. Um, everybody should have that now. Cy Cyprus do issue a certificate of a, a tax ID. Um, but again, nothing, nothing is as simple as complicated as that. This, on this tax certificate, that's where they join together the, the pieces of your nationality, uh, where, where your residential address is, and, and, and for your Cyprus tax liability. And also it gives you an online tax registration number. So having a tax residence, a, a tax number, which you will need, as you know, which you'll need, as you know, for your um, bank accounts, for your investments accounts, for your pension providers, um, when buying property, when, uh, when um, anything to do with the financial transaction. In addition to that tax ID, the, the online tax registration is a separate process. And, and one thing, the first thing that can confuse people in Cyprus is it, it's online for VAT, and for tax. Now, the system isn't clean and straightforward. Uh, there's a separate online tax, VAT tax registration and for income tax registration. And obviously VAT is only for, for uh, businesses that need to register that. So that, needs to, that needs to be the first thing. If you haven't got an online account, then you need to um, have uh, an updated certificate of your taxpayer status and the personal information that you've got in Cyprus so that they can, um, and on this will be a, a reference number for you to get into the online tax registration system. Uh, up until last month, there wasn't much else information you could get, but there was rolling out to get more access about your accounts and what payments you, you've done online. 
Um, but you do need to complete this return to pay any tax by the, by the 30th of October. Um, the, um, the health tax that is due um, it is due from the 1st of March 2019. Now the tax return as you go through it in the system doesn't refer to the variations and the changes that, that have arisen because of um, uh, COVID. Uh, so it still refers to the original timelines where there was one rate for 2017, uh, 2019, another rate for uh, 2020. And, and slightly different rates for different types of income, just to confuse it. Um, and, and everybody has to pay health tax on their worldwide income, no matter where it comes from. Um, and no matter, so if you're a Cyprus tax resident, you have a liability to this worldwide health tax. Um, now there are people that can get exemptions to that. And generally that is uh, S1 holders um, who, who've registered but if you're not already registered on that system as an S1 holder, uh, two things won't happen. Um, a, you won't have an exemption number for your S1. Uh, you won't have a health uh, a tax reference number for your S1, which you need to complete the online tax return. So if you haven't got that exemption number, your tax return will come up and ask you to pay that health tax automatically and there's no um, uh, getting away from that. So if, if you haven't got um, a, a tax exemption letter for healthcare and you think you need one, then you need to think about, think about getting that registration done straight away. But even then it might be too late and you might need to do the return um, and pay the tax and it back afterwards. Uh, and just a second note is that the, the uh, health tax exemption generally only due for a limited period of time. So look at your letter carefully. It might be say for four years, um, and it might cover you up to 2020. So then that will need to be renewed every 2021 taxes, which is something to bear, bear in mind. Uh, as as we're going through. Um, but this is all about um, coordination of social security systems. And um, in the old days, there, there was an E121 that was issued by, by uh, uh, health services to exchange healthcare between countries. Now with Brexit coming up, it will change many things. It doesn't change uh, a tax situation. Uh, and, but it could change uh, the, the coordination of social security systems and healthcare systems. Um, and the reason for that is that the UK have got a bilateral treaty with the EU um, and, and that needs to be uh, renegotiated or, or extended beyond the end of the year. Now I've got no doubt that that will happen, but until it happens, we don't know that the S1s will continue and hence we don't know um, uh, if the um, uh, health tax exemptions will continue. But let's assume for now that they are, and they certainly are for 2019, 
if you've got your exemption certificate. There is no mechanism in the system or anticipation of people who are liable to be exempt from, the, from paying the health tax because they've got an S1 and, and, and to allow that relief on, the, on this return. So if, if the system comes up with, with health tax for you to pay, there is no way of deducting that, that liability will arise. So you either pay it and claim it back or you don't pay it and claim it back but that won't be something that will hang over uh, in, in, in this return. Otherwise, um, you have to pay. Um, so if you look closely, anybody who's got an S1, if you've only got an old E121 and you haven't had an updated certificate, it won't necessarily have this, but the UK, under this coordination of social insurance agreements, um, they used to use just the national insurance number, but now they issue a reference number as well. So you need that reference number for Cyprus and the, the reference number for your home country that issued the S1 to go onto the tax return. And we're still talking about the first couple of pages here. Um, th there's another type of tax that, that expats can qualify for, and this is the non-domicile uh, uh, certificate. So uh, a, a new expat, for up to 20 years, if they're not tax, uh, for, if the tax resident for 17 out of 20 years can pay 0% tax on dividends and bank interest. So if you're a service company, if you're working to a service company and you're paying yourself dividends uh, as an expat who's a Cyprus tax resident, you can pay 0% tax on those dividends for 20 years. But again, you need a, a, a specific tax certificate from the uh, Cyprus tax office in order to claim those exemptions on, on your return. So when, as you open up the return on the, on the first page, as I say, apologies again for, for no visuals, but I'm going through the return as, as it is and as it stands. Um, if you've got any questions, you can type them in the chat, chat room and, and I'll address them as we go along. So um, ask those questions to interrupt me as you go along and then we'll answer them in there as well. Uh, so on the first page, you have to, uh, uh, and there's a separate return for self-employed and employed. So an, an employed return is for people that are employed um, in Cyprus or uh, abroad, or they've got other income that is not from self-employment. And the first page is they have to declare um, if, if they are uh, uh, received any pension from Cyprus. Now, this first page will block you from going any further um, and, and, until you fill it out. But it's specifically asking if you earned a Cyprus pension, not, not received a pension while you're in Cyprus. The pension has to come from a Cyprus company or self-employment in Cyprus. And if so, you have to then enter your social insurance number for, for that work, um, your date of birth and your gender. So again, this is providing an exchange of information uh, that, that allows you to go in there. So that's more um, information gathering by the tax office. So you're linking up there your social insurance uh, and employment with, with your tax, tax number. You then go into um, the, the self-employed pages. Now, the online return in Cyprus is great fun. Um, it has to be filled in in Europe. So if you're 
uh, earning income in other currencies, you have to exchange that uh, at an agreed rate. Um, in, in Cyprus, they use uh, the European way of a comma denotes the decimal point. So when you're putting pence in in the in the uh, uh, in any entry, it's comma zero zero or comma two zero. Um, another frustrating thing about uh, Cyprus tax returns, and I do not know of any logical reason for this. I do not know the precise for uh, routine for it. Um, but in certain columns, they want the decimal points, and in in uh, and in other columns, in calculations, they don't want the decimal points. And um, it, it, the, the whole return will fail uh, and create errors uh, if you put pence in, uh, well, it doesn't want the cents, or if you put, don't put the cents in and it does. Uh, same as if you use a, a, a full stop as your decimal point as opposed to a comma. Um, the... There are, there are 10 different types of salaried income that you can actually import. So some of them are more esoteric. Uh, they can come from trading and they can come from investments and performances. Uh, but it, it is asking you to categorize that income, whether it's earned in Cyprus or whether it's earned overseas. Um, and also to denote in your income, um, you have to know the tax number of the payer. So whether the tax, uh, the payer is abroad or at home, you should be putting in the tax number of that employer or that, that income payer. Um, uh, it often asks you if you're an officer for that employment. What that means is, are you an officer of the company? So a director um, or, or somebody uh, operating a corporate company would, would, would say yes. They would have different social uh, and income liabilities for that. Um, and you have to differentiate your income between income in Cyprus and outside Cyprus. It can be treated slightly differently. Um, now, if it's, um, uh, depending on where it's come from, and any tax withheld, so it doesn't matter whether the tax is withheld in Cyprus or abroad, you would put that amount in there. Uh, noting that if you're receiving, for example, a Cyprus pension uh, or other forms of investment income from Cyprus, they will deduct the, the health tax at source. So if you do get any withholding tax on, on, on any of the income that you do receive, then you'll need to put that amount in there as well. You should get pay slips. You should get an annual statement of your income, which should summarize those figures to put into this return. If you don't, you need to approach your, your uh, employer. In section A2, if you're a new tax resident to Cyprus, in the first uh, few years of your employment, you can get an additional tax relief on your income. So you then need to declare the date that you come to Cyprus and uh, commence the employment. Uh, pensions uh, are, are detailed separately. And if you're receiving a state pension from Cyprus or uh, another EU country, you, and, and, and your information is already connected, you'll actually find this already in there. You might just find that the type of income in there, but you actually might find the amount of uh, income in there already. So under exchange of information, that information is, is already exchanged between governments and the Cyprus will know at least that you're getting a, a state pension from, uh, from overseas. 
Um, there's also a question on B2 that asks you, is, uh, do you have any retrospective income that you declare in this year? So, it, you know, if you feel that you've not declared your full income in previous years, you might want to uh, declare it this year to avoid any um, uh, later complications. Um, it's the individual's responsibility to declare their income and pay their tax. It's not their tax agent. It's not their pension provider. It's not their employer. It's the individual's responsibility to do their tax return. And uh, if you've got any gremlins or uncertainties, it's your obligation to tell the, the tax authorities. Um, your tax agent and product to offer tax return services to clients. Um, all we do is help you uh, maximize your reliefs so you pay the minimum amount of tax, but it has to be fully, fully declared. If you're completing a self-employed return on the income, uh, you, you in effect having to put in a full uh, management account in, into your return. Oops. I've just seen my chat box um, coming up and I'm, I'm scrolling up instead of scrolling down. So I've just seen, um, I've just seen a, another question in there. Uh, Uh, and Tom has said uh, about the S1 exemption, submitting, when you register with GESI, you register with GESI, then you register with your doctor, and then you register your S1, that is not enough for tax. There is a, a, a fourth uh, submission that you have to make to get the, the exemption certificate for the health taxes and, and your exemption certificate number for your tax returns. It's a separate uh, submission that needs to be done uh, once you've got your guessing registration and once you've got your, your tax number uh, and that needs to be done separately in addition. Going back to self-employed, so you have to do a minimum uh, account. The, the, the tax, uh, the concern to look at your turnover and look at your general expenses, either as an employer, wages and social insurance, or your general motor um, and uh, repairs and rent expenses. Um, a taxman isn't much bothered about the detail of that. What they look at is the percentages. Is it realistic that, that what they're putting in or is there obviously some, some naughtiness going on? That's what they will look at. So the, the general figures need to, to stack up. Uh, but you need to always have the, the supporting paperwork. But on the self-employed account as well, it, it is quite heavy on intellectual property rights. So if you're uh, operating uh, and issuing licenses and royalties for your business or your subcontract business, um, then th those uh, capital assets and incomes from those will require a separate uh, uh, filling in. Now for most people that, that are on earned income or, or pension income, that, those wouldn't apply. If, if you are uh, licensing and receiving royalties and, and payments and you need specific advice on that uh, for completing the return, in addition, that, that's not for this event, but you, you know, we can help you if you want to uh, contact us and discuss that. Similarly on self-employed, then goes on to 
having calculated your profit, one of your capital allowances. So if you're buying more machinery, more equipment, more fittings, uh, that capital expenditure allows uh, you know capital allowances that you can reduce off against um, other income. You can claim as much as you like in in your accounts, but obviously some of the things that a business might pay out for uh, are not necessarily, uh, they might reduce the profit, but they might not be allowable against tax. So if you paid any uh, fines or late penalties for tax or, or cars or entertainments uh, the, the, or any other expenses are not allowable, uh, they may be part of your net profit for your business, but they're not allowable uh, against the tax rate and you need to declare them in there. So moving on to section C, this is about rented property. Now Cyprus rented property is big business and it's quite complicated. There's capital taxes involved and, and there, there is uh, also um, two types of taxes affecting rents, maybe three, because um, VAT can be applied uh, to commercial rents. Um, <clears throat> so the, the 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 tax return for Cyprus property requires you to enter the the property land registry number. It requires you to it requires you to add um, uh, the cost and the area that you bought, and it also requires you to uh, go into detail of ownership and what the rents are. Some rents. Um, the tenant is required to deduct um, the <clears throat> property defence tax and the health tax from the rent that they pay and then pay that for the, for the landlord. So individual landlords, sometimes those taxes needed to be paid, those health taxes need to be paid uh, and defence contributions from, from the gross rental. So if you've done that, then you need to put those... Um, uh, those deductions that some the, the the tenant has deducted from the rents he pays you, you need to put those on. But the the gross rent is what you need to declare as an income, because you have a a, a defence tax of flat rate of three percent, plus you have a health tax one and a half one point seven percent for two thousand and nineteen um, to to pay against that, unless you've got any exemption certificates. Um, it, any interest that's receivable, um, again, is not subject to income taxes. It's subject to um, a tax on interest or, or on dividends. So that could be 30% or 17% unless you've got a non-DOM certificate. If you've got a, a non-DOM certificate that says you, you can pay 0% tax, you still have to declare the income. So your overseas dividend and taxpayer is sharing that information with Cyprus and need to be putting it on your return. That income comes from uh, in Cyprus or outside Cyprus. And again, the section E is asking you for the, the tax number of the income payer. Um, a ditto with dividends. So all that information should be on your annual statement from your bank your investment house or your, your uh, portfolio manager. We've got as well um, 
there's some minor taxes which don't involve everybody every time. So section G is if you're redeeming life policies. So you can get tax relief on uh, life assurance and uh, tax and, and medical insurance. Um, but if you cancel the policy early, then taxes uh, are potentially liable on, on how much you cash that in for. So it, it's an non-standard thing. I've got a question, uh, ask us uh, another time. Um, just going back to the self-employed income, um, your taxable income is, is your net income. So if you've got self-employed income and pension income, um, that goes to, your, to create your taxable income. So sure, if you've got a, a, a self-employed business and that runs at a 10,000 loss and you've got a 20,000 pension income, your net taxable income is going to be 10. Okay. Um, the defence taxes, the fixed flat rate taxes might apply slightly differently. Um, there are some tax uh, exempt incomes, um, and these are for scholarships or, or for trading profits on uh, uh, currency dealings and what have you, which makes Cyprus uh, attractive for that. But also um, exemptions for diplomats and public servants. So public servants. Uh, in Cyprus have lots of benefits and allowances, expenses, which aren't taxed, funnily enough. Um, if you've got any problems adding any income into any of those other parts, there's a section I where you can add any other income. And this could be um, uh, overseas rental income, it could be uh, uh, personal earnings, or it could be um, simple uh, earnings which aren't complicated for any other reason, but the, 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 I've done this wrong, section I allows you to put uh, any other income that doesn't fit in with the Cyprus tax return. So the Cyprus tax return is asking you for the details in the Cyprus way uh, of, of uh, especially property, for example. If it doesn't fit in there, you could put it under uh, other income. It's better to declare the income and, and, and ask for it to be amended, then they're not declared it at all. There's a couple of separate investment schemes um, uh, for innovative companies, but there's only 39 companies you can invest in Cyprus. So if you are investing in those, it's a way to get an additional relief in, in Cyprus. So if you have got a, a big tax liability, look up the innovative company scheme because it is a way of getting um, uh, up to 50% tax relief on, on your income each year. Uh, section uh, 5C um, asks you to put in the details of any life insurance premiums, social insurance, pensions and positive funds that you paid into. So this is where you're paying for med private medical uh, or into social insurance or, or medical insurance um, for your long-term wealth. So um, and, and, and that becomes a, a, an item of, of tax, tax relief to you. Everybody who earns income over 19,500 must complete a return, but they also have a liability to health tax. So if you haven't paid your health tax on your worldwide income, on every penny of your worldwide income and gains, and if you've not paid your defence uh, tax on dividends or bank interest, or, um, uh, uh, that, uh, or royalties during the year, 
then you, you miss the time slot to pay it as you go along. Then the only way to, to create the liability to pay that tax is to complete the full tax return. And uh, there's been some confusion among expats um, that, that people um, just pay the tax with their tax return. That is too late. You will get a penalty from the Cyprus tax authorities for that. Yet you should be paying tax twice a year uh, on income in July and December, and you should be paying quarterly or monthly for rental or health tax or, or defence tax if you've got those liabilities. If you've got an S1, it's only people with an S1 or a Cyprus pension that are exempt from, from paying the health tax. Otherwise, it's a flat rate tax on, on worldwide income, and it will come upon the return uh, for everybody who hasn't got the exemption letter. So uh, if you haven't got the exemption letter, um, contact us at productpartnership.com and, and, and we'll, we'll give you a guidance on either how to get that or how not. Because when you come to a computation of your tax on the back pages, um, it's a very, very, very complicated tax calculation for health. It's already filled out for you. It, it, it fills out and you cannot delete it. And, and it will assess you with to pay that, that health tax uh, at a rate, uh, depending upon the type of income, um, whether it's employment, self-employment, pensions, interest dividends, or, or any other income. So that, that health tax form will calculate so that's my quick assessment uh, time to go into more detail side i know there's lots more questions so um you know we will run some more on this and we're going to be run on this and, and then we'll try and hone down on the areas of difficulty for people but meanwhile if you contact us at productpartnership.com we can help you more so thanks very much and uh, maybe next time we'll run run one for uh, many hours instead of for half an hour okay thanks very much and see you next time the proact know-how brought to you by proact